we're joined by Simpiwe Dana's our Friday profile this afternoon. I've just been watching Simpiwe and thinking all sorts of things about and wondering, wondering about how her career is going to continue to roll out. Because the past couple of years, there seems to be a different energy around you, Simpiwe. Welcome and thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me, Asanya. We played in Kwenkwezi earlier. People yes. were requesting th- songs like Ndire D and it's like, I'm man. <laughs> I'm so you, you can't get away from not performing that song. Yeah, right? no, that, that's always my finale. I have to. You have perform to. That otherwise, song. otherwise you'll have a protest on your hands. And then Simpiwe says, I love Nguengkwezi. Please ask her who she is singing about. Well, I had a friend, his name was Dumisani Lamini, who passed on some years ago, just before my, my career broke out. Mm. Um, he's the producer of a movie called, that movie called. You work uh, quite closely with Zola Masego. Yes, right? yes, yes, that, that movie. I forget drum, drum mm. like the movie. He was the producer of that movie, and soon after it came out, he was killed. Yeah, very and horrible. He was one, house robbery. Like, yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Um, you know, the, he was executed basically in his house, and no one knows mm. who did it mm. till this day. And I was very, very close to him. So a few years later, I was still missing him. I mean, t- till this day, every time his name is mentioned, my eyes. It's get emotional. moist, you know, yeah, it's quite emotional. So I wrote that song um, for him because I realized that even after a few years that it were, since he had passed, I was still very much mm, hung up over him. Yeah. Mm. But it, what is going on with the concepts and the ideas that you've been putting out lately? When I think of, you know, especially um, the symphony that you did, that mm-hmm. was a one of a kind, the Simpiwedana symphony experience, um, where you were backed by a 60-piece orchestra, a 30-piece vocal ensemble. You invited artists that you have a crush on, so to speak, yes. or that you admire, Asha mm-hmm. and Buika. Mm-hmm. A very special performance uh, at Kailami. And to have had Mama Winnie Matikisala Mandela in the audience. In my, in my How special was that? <laughs> it, it it really was, 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 uh, was super, super special. Mm-hmm. And you can look forward to more of, of those kinds of projects. I mean, I know it's, it's not so easy in South Africa to put, to do those kinds of projects because we are very much pop um, in oriented yeah. in a way. But um, I feel like it's those kinds of projects that ground us, mm. that then become a springboard for all the other pop stuff that, that happens in SA. So I really would encourage um, even investors out there to invest in this because this is what you call culture. Yes. Right? And then we can have offshoots of pop culture from that. But if the pop culture does not have the uh, the roots, mm. then that pop culture will be based on something that maybe it would be based on American culture or English culture or whatever not, but it won't be based on African culture. So the, the stuff that I do and many other artists do who who are not, you know, so big mainstream, like your Tanya Samazwais, like your Judy Sepuma, your Human Skelet, Rest in Peace, mm. you know, like there's so many artists, just Wangilo Kumalos, there's so many of us that actually are the basis of African culture today. And I really would encourage that more money is invested in those kinds of projects. Yes, and uh, because it is a concept. And then you also uh, introduce or you add other art forms, which I thought was great. Yeah, like you dance. Know, yes, like yes. dance included in that. And prior to this one, you had done another project with with um, Gregory Makoma. Yes. Um, uh, 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 that's the one with the voter as well. Kalaman, yes. Voter yes. Kalaman. Mm-hmm. So 
to to take it away from just being me and my band on stage to making it an experience because that's what it felt like and a very memorable and unforgettable experience i thought was really great and a wonderful evolution to your career i mean I, I, that's why i am now also uh, i'm into conceptual projects mm. um for instance at the cape jazz this year yes i'm doing a project to celebrate the centenary birthday of madiba with an all-woman band, mm-hmm. right? And look, even moving forward, I've got many other projects that are lined up. Now you must understand that there are no women in the space that I'm operating in right now where I do concepts. There are no women, there are no young women, there are no young black women mm-hmm. in that space. Right now, I'm the only one who's doing that. Um, and I really wish for a lot more support, <laughs> yeah. a whole lot more support because there's, there's, there's so many things that I can do that enrich this country. And I'm not even being big-headed. I'm, 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 I'm saying it from a very calm um, space because I, I've done it before. I know mm-hmm. what I'm capable of and I know that I have a lot to teach even those who come after me. Right, mm-hmm. right. And it does enrich um, the, the, the arts broadly, arts in general. So good luck with the this year, the Cape Town Jazz Thank Festival. You. Thank you. So much. <laughs> it, was, it was great to see you on the bill and being added to uh, this lineup. Now, um, this particular evening is also was screened on BET. It's a live DVD that people yes. can, can purchase. So mm-hmm. it wasn't just about that And one it will night. be on SABC also very soon nice yes. nice that you managed yes. to uh, strike that mm. you talked about a hymn project how's that going the hymn project i already um wrote the songs arranged them mm-hmm. now i'm just waiting and um, we're still doing some negotiations with the church when it comes to the funds you know how much they must put in and then how much they must put in and all of that but Which it church? is the in the works it's, you know, it's called the church of the holy ghost mm. it is um it's not charismatic. I, I actually, it's more in line with your Catholic Church, but it's a bit more spiritual. Like as in people sing a cappella and they clap and, and, and do all of that, which, which is very much in line with my charismatic um, background, mm-hmm. church background, yeah, but it's a bit of classical yes. in it. Yeah, because yeah, who was a pastor in your family? Uh, my father, was, father a pastor. was a pastor. Yes, yes. right. And my and my mom was the lead church singer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's in line with that. So the songs are there. It's just a matter of recording. Where did the idea of that project come from? Because I can hear it. I can hear it. It almost it's an obvious choice. Well, firstly, my whole um, musicality is informed by church because that's where I grew up and that's where I found my voice mm-hmm. and that's where I found emotionality behind the voice. So I've always had that and. Um, though now I would say I'm more spiritual than religious. Um, but the principles that the most important principles, um, um, from, from my Christian upbringing have stayed with me. That's one. And, and two, I've always wanted to do a project like that Mm-mm. because of my mom. You know, I try in every album to do a song for my mom because I would not be where I am today without her. Yeah. You know, and for me, the ultimate would, would be to do a, 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 a Christian album for her. Because that's what she is. She has not, um, you know, um, mo- moved out of course for as long as I know. She's always been that very staunch Christian who prays before she leaves the house, who prays when she gets home, who prays before she sleeps, mm. um, and who makes sure that, that all of her kids go to church. You know, and that upbringing, regardless of how you know we might think of religion, that has groomed me and 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 made me into the well-rounded individual that i am today Mm -hmm. and so for me that would be the ultimate gift to her if i were able to do that 
That would be precious. That would be precious. Now, uh, of late, and I've been talking about this leading up to this conversation, that the past two years or so, you've been quite open around your battle with uh, depression. Mm-hmm. We're friends on Facebook, so I often read your your sharing. You've been very open to share with the people that follow you about today, tomorrow, the mm-hmm. day before, and all of that. So has it always been with you? Um, I have, I've had depression for as long as I can remember, mm-hmm. except earlier I had no idea what it was. I didn't understand it. I just felt it was just me being strange. You know, I mean, I'm a social pariah in many, many ways. <laughs> um, I'm, a, I'm very in, introverted. In fact, maybe I must say I'm an ambivert because I can be extroverted, you know, when I'm, I feel comfortable, but mostly, um, I'm introverted. So it took a while for me to diagnose what it was. And obviously it took going to therapy and then, you know, getting that diagnosis. Mm-hmm. Um, and therefore I call, I call it like my little friend who visits sometimes, well, who I must embrace because fighting depression, it will just take you many, many, down many different paths that might not be conducive to your health. So it's better to just take it, maybe go for therapy, get medication, take, take that. Mm-hmm. Um, and for those like me who don't believe in taking medication, just embrace it and wait it out. So what helps then? How do you, how do you go through, how do you deal and get through a particular patch? Well, one thing I do actually now is it's become my thing every day. The first thing I do in the morning, mm. I jump out of bed. When I wake up, I jump out of bed. I don't stay in bed. I jump out and I take a shower because I know that First and foremost, if I don't get out of that bed the minute my eyes open, I might not that mm. day. Mm. So the first thing that I do every morning, if I don't go for a jog, I jump out and, 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 go, and go for a shower. And I, and I know that once I've, I'm out of bed and I'm showered, I'm less likely to go back into bed and, and, and to start wallowing in the depression. That's one, one um, of the most important things that I do. And then I reach out to your friend. Mm-hmm. And, that's, and I say to my friend, my friend, I am having that problem. If, if, it's, if I feel like it's a big one. Otherwise, I just wait it out. Then I call a friend and say, just talk to me on the phone or come over, come make me breakfast, like all of that kind of stuff. And yeah. I mean, I do this for, my, um, for myself and also um, when it happens to them as well, because I, I do have a few friends that also have depression. Uh-huh. You must understand that this is a very widespread disease. Yeah. But because we are um, not informed about it, we don't understand it yes. and we don't know how to deal with it, especially in the black community so i do um the same thing that i do for other people because i know it works on me so i do it for them as well um and then short of taking medication you know my therapy is just being with loving people Mm -hmm. or doing things that are loving that make me feel like i you know i'm very much in love with myself all right what are those well, I mean, I can go for a movie, you know, I, I can go for drinks with a friend. I can t- t- take up a book and play some really nice music and, and have a cocktail outside my house yes, by the pool. Yes. You know, but I try and create a beautiful environment around me because what makes it worse is when the, the, the environment is very gloomy as well, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. So you have to try and brighten up your environment. And also I make sure I always have flowers in my house. It also helps me. And you love cooking. I mean, Sinoi is that, just so well that, known yeah. for <laughs> throwing down in the kitchen. And yeah. I remember one dinner where it just, you took your time. You took your time. I always People, take my time. Yeah, in the kitchen, your guests were in the lounge, outside, you know, enjoying, mingling and whatever. 
and it, everybody lost track of time. But by the time the food came out, it just made sense as to why it took us long. It seemed therapeutic. It seemed like, what's the rush? Mm-hmm. Yes. What's the rush? This I'm is actually meant hoping, to be done in a rush. I'm hoping to have a cooking show. Wow. Not a, a master chef kind of. No, cooking. it'd be great. No, I'm, I'm not a chef. Life, I'm a cook. Music. You know, I, I'm, wow. for me, cooking is, 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 is a love language. So I, I'd, I'd love to do it. Um, I, I do it for my small group of friends. I'd like to do it for a, a wider range of people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can I can just imagine the conversations <laughs> over. Exactly. You see, now it's all about that: the music, the food, and the conversations. Those three things. Yes. You you know, and it's important that people who struggle with uh, and I, and I want I, I'm sure this is part of the reasoning or why you decided to talk about it so openly is that you often feel that it is. You are the one. You're the problem. You are not like other people uh, who are able to have a fabulous life. There's social media telling you all the time about people's fabulous lives that yeah. you're not leading a yes. fabulous mm-hmm. life, um, mm-hmm. and that you there's something that's not okay with your life. You know, and people are quick to say that something is missing. Yeah. That you're mm. weak, you're allowing bad thoughts, sad thoughts yes. to, to get a hold of you. You see, now that's the one thing that most people say when it comes to, to depression because they don't understand it. Yeah. And also, you know, if you look at the history of, 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 of black culture in the country, because we were so oppressed for so long, weakness was not allowed. You know, that kind of weakness, I mean, people are starving and when you're feeling sorry for yourself and you want to sleep and there's work to be done, mm. you know, that, that thing was, was, is still not understood today but um it was worse back then there was no space for that kind of thing right we're trying to survive here and you just want to sleep when there's so much to do to, to help us um survive so it is seen uh, as a weakness and and you know like the kind of encouragement you, you get is be strong don't like the devil work and i'm like but this is not a, this is a chemical imbalance in the brain mm-hmm. it's a disease like any other one Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. I need certain therapy or certain medication, and then I'll be fine. But you telling me to be strong is not gonna solve help solve this 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 problem because it's not about me not being. So actually, I think people that mm-hmm. is something amazing. So that is how it feels. You're mm-hmm. like I can't. I yeah, cannot yeah, it's be too here. much. It's overwhelming. Yeah, it's too it's it's overwhelming. It's overwhelming. Right, mm-hmm. and yet you work with uh, on a medium or with uh, a medium that requires you to be so out there. Well, actually, um, I, I work with music. Mm. And music for me is therapy, especially the writing process of it. And, and, and perhaps that's why I don't enjoy it because it, it makes, it forces me to face myself right. and to deal with c- certain issues that perhaps have happened over the past few years since my last album, you know, and then dealing with that helps alleviate the pain, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, so f- for me, um, I understand that people might believe that being on stage, you know, you are very exposed. But for me, being on stage is the one place where I feel closest to God and I feel I can communicate with God um, much more um, clearly and closer than I normally do. It's, it's a strange concept because really, if you were to ask, I don't even go out much because I have anxiety as well. I cannot deal with too many people, you know, mm-hmm. it's, 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 it, it mm-hmm. takes a lot for me to, to be able to deal with people. So you, you can ask yourself, how does she do? And says, no, 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 on stage, it's me conversing with God and bringing in God's people into the conversation. Mm. No, your music certainly heals, Simpu. I think it's also reflected in the street. Lumko says, please ask her what inspired her to write that song, Maine. Um, uh, that song heals me. So I'm sure it also, as you said, it heals you, it, it, creating yes, it, it, performing it, yes, it and does. it has that impact on other people too. That song was for Busim Shlongo, I wrote it for Busim Shlongo um, when she was suffering the most. Yeah. 
um, I felt I, I felt her pain um, on many many levels because she was suffering for for many different reasons besides the cancer, mm. and and that's why I wrote that song. You are beautiful. Thank you. You are beautiful. This woman that you are today, I know many years then it was about the activism, about the music and almost this misunderstoodness that you always had to answer to. But looking at the woman that you've uh, become, it's just incredible. Thank you so much. I Thank really you, Simpiwe. Yeah. And much love to your two little ones. That was uh, Simpiwe We're going to Black Diner. Panther today. Oh, yeah. yes. Yes. I'll see you there. <laughs> see you there. That was Simpiwe Diner. Just great us for um, uh, our Friday profile.